From the remnants of Janus City comes a broadcast that will shake the Empire to its core. Rogue One Radio will discuss all things Star Wars and all things in the nerd culture in and out of the galaxy far, far away. Hey folks, you are watching Rogue One Radio. I am one third of your host team, Steve. With me right now is DJ, and Nicole will be along shortly. How's it going, uh, DJ? How you been doing this week? Hello, uh, I'm good. I'm cool. doing good. Yeah, fun and fantastic uh, week, I guess you'd say. What have you been doing this week? Anything interesting? Oh, oh, gee, what have I been doing this week? Um, uh, lots of work. Uh, was handed a really big project. Um, uh, had a couple of uh, interviews uh, or a interview uh, that went really well this week. Um, watched uh, watched some Star Wars. Watched some Marvel. Um, read some books. Yeah, yeah. A little of this, a little of that. How about you? What'd you get up to? Uh started the new job last week. Um, so that's going good. Nice. Um <clears throat> did a little bit of reading, been trying to catch up on my Star Wars comic book reading. And oh, Nicole's with us. Hey Nicole. Hey gentlemen. Hello. Hello. Long time no see. Yeah, yeah, I know, huh? <laughs> um, so, like I was saying, um, been trying to catch up on my Star Wars comic reading. I'm almost there. I'm caught up on Doctor Afra. I'm caught up on High Republic. Caught up on Darth Vader. Uh, caught up on the flagship series, and almost caught up on. Oh, the one thing that I'm lacking is the uh, Bounty Hunter comic series, which I, I'm terribly behind on that one. Um, Me that's too. It. That's really all I've been reading. Um, no, not really any video games. I, I haven't even. I don't even have my PlayStation hooked up right now. I had to move the. Uh, I had to move all my stuff out of the game room uh, to move my daughter and her kids into uh because they packed up their house and actually sold it this past weekend so or they've got an offer and they accepted it so i don't yeah depending i don't know how all that's going to go but uh, okay. <laughs> by all intents they sold their house um so they're staying with us until they go to michigan um of course they're going before us um rv's in the house hey rfb good to have you um, other than that i haven't really been doing a whole lot just getting ready for the move and uh that's about it really how about you nicole what have you been up to this week um i have been in continuous bookworm hibernation minus today um today was i just had so much other stuff to do i didn't have to chance yet to even open up a book so that is what i've been doing non-stop reading 
dare I say, the Bridgerton series. I know it's not your boys' thing. Okay, I get it. But <laughs> I saw the show. Um, and it. Uh, by the way, it's the books are different. Per usual, you know. Um, so I, I've been enjoying them and seeing the differences, and um, you know, eventually I'll get back to my Star Wars stuff too. So I'm not too worried. But I want to show you guys something. I meant to show you guys this last week. I don't know the artist's name. But it's a big thank you to Rachel at Reaper Girl because she sent this very special to me. And I was like, oh, this is so awesome. Can y'all see that? It's oh, like cool. Leia. Yeah. yeah. It's so awesome. Um, but sadly, I can't remember the artist's name. And the artist did not, sadly, include her name or book, like even like a business card in, inside. So I, so I would love to share the name. I'm like, I would if I could. When I find out, I will share it with everybody here. But I just wanted to share because this is so stinking cute. And I wanted to give Rachel a huge shout out because that was really sweet. It nice. was quite cool. Quite um, <clears throat> what is that thing behind you there? You've got, you've got, there's a box behind you. That yes. Has so this one, a Christmas present that was given to me that I have to still build. And it is a Mandalorian and Grogu puzzle. A oh, 3D nice. puzzle. Yeah, That's isn't cool. that cool? I'm That's looking forward cool. to it. I'm I'm excited to see how this turns out. Actually, hold on. If I turn it around, you guys can kind of see a little bit more. It looks like the razor cross is in there too. So uh, I'm excited. Oh yeah, look at that. A friend gave it to me for Christmas, and I have got to put it together. So this way, at least if it's there, it's in sight. It's not out of mind. You know, to to do it. I know. I love puzzles. So. That and because nice. open it soon, I'm probably not going to because I'm like, you know, this shelf here is pretty much all in box. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so, oh, Spencer's in the house with us. Hey, Spencer, how's it going? Uh, so, Nicole, tell us about the um, special podcast you did last night. <gasps> oh, I did that too. Okay, hold up. I did do that too. That was so much fun. Okay. Thank you. Uh, so last night I hosted uh, on Galaxy. Uh, uh, anyways, with Amanda, she was very kind and let us host on her since I was having technical issues to get it onto ours. But it is what it is. It was awesome. We celebrated Betty White yesterday. Huge thank you again to Amanda and to Chantel at Scarab Podcast and Luna Girl from Sidebar Cantina because they joined me. It was a blast. If you watch it, I'm sure you guys will be laughing at us. Um, it's fun with laughing you. with you. Oh, sorry, with us as it was at us because it, it was it was downright funny. I felt like even everybody in the chat. I'm like, did like Rue McClanahan and like Betty White get into you guys because it just. <laughs> If you saw the chat, you you know what I'm talking about. And those who are watching, who watched yesterday, know what I'm talking about. And one particular word kept coming up through the uh, chat, and it was just hilarious. It was a fun, 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 fun. Great time. So, and who knew? This one moment had eight decades, you guys. Eight decades underneath her belt of sitcoms, ad-libbing. Yeah. You guys, could you guys imagine us doing this six days a week? Okay, six days a week. Hold on, I'm not done yet. For four <laughs> years, 5.5 hours a day, ad living. Gentlemen. No, no there's no, no way. Me? Just me? Come on, Gene. Amazing. Amazing. I mean, 
I'm, I'm in all. And that was before, that was even before, like, she even did life with Elizabeth. And that's the other thing. And my, the funniest thing is I found out when I was doing research was that they, the original, when she was originally looking to do movies after she uh, had volunteered during World War II, um, they were telling, oh, you're not photogenic. You can't do this, yada, yada, yada. So she started doing radio instead. And she got the last laugh. I'm sorry. Like, uh, she went out. She's amazing in movies, amazing in shows, game shows. She's the first lady of television and game shows. And she had the last laugh. So whoever those exact, exact words or whoever was working below them, they should. They didn't know what they're talking nice. about. <laughs> nice. So. Um, so, yeah. Oh, you know what? The other the other thing that's going on. Oh, it didn't happen last week. Uh, but this week we are uh, closing on our house in Michigan. Nice. Yes! Thursday. Yeah. So. You're going to be here closer to me. I'm excited. Yeah. Um, who knows when I'll be there, but, you know, at least we'll have the house taken care of. You're good. All right. So uh, if you are watching us, we are Rogue One Radio. This is episode number 68. Um, we're going to be talking about, um, the book of Boba Fett chapter three. And, uh, just to start things off a little shout out here to the red five network. We are a part of the red five network. A lot of really great podcasts on that network. Not all are star Wars, but many of them are. Um, but if you are a nerd of any type of, uh, nerd culture there is something out there for you so check it out at red5network.com um, if you are watching us on youtube or even if you're not go back and check our youtube and like this show and more importantly subscribe to our channel please uh, and if you want to follow us on twitter and instagram you can go to rogue number one radio and who do we got in the chat? Still, still just RFB and Spencer. Kind of a slow yeah. night. It's all right. That's good. All right. We're all gonna we're gonna party anyway. Uh, so as I said, we're gonna be talking about <clears throat> uh, Book of Boba Fett. But we've got some other stuff we're gonna talk about as well. Um, start off with some news. I guess we can start there. And as I mentioned uh, before the show, if we want to talk about these headlines, we can. If not, they're just out there for you folks to know about um first one i have is regarding amazing spider-man uh the comic that is um marvel is going to be relaunching amazing spider-man in april with a new number one so uh the article says that it's a relaunch but I'm pretty sure that it is not a reboot. I would hope not. That would be kind of kind of silly. Um, but it's going to be taken over by a new creative team. Currently, it's being written by Nick Spencer. Uh, when the relaunch happens, it'll be written by Zeb Wells and illustrated by John Ramita Jr. So interesting. Yeah. So if you are an amazing Spider-Man fan, you know, of the comics, um, might be worth jumping on 
uh, you know, if you've been behind on it. Uh, maybe a good starting off point for you. Um, I I started reading the Nick Spencer run, but I, I'm not caught up at all. I, so. Uh, next piece of news. It has been reported that Tim Allen is returning uh, for a Santa Claus uh, Disney Plus limited series. So he's going to be returning, of course, as Scott Calvin. Uh, Disney Plus doing a, uh, I guess you can call it a mini series. Yeah. I just and hope it's I well. You know what I mean? Because, like, I felt like in the trilogy, right? The first one was the strongest. The second one was good. Yeah. The third yeah. was Martin Short. Even though I love Martin Short, it's like, eh. You know, it was yeah. good. It was like a C. So I really hope they bring all the enchantment and Disney wonder that Disney don't have to this movie. They, I mean, they did it with the original, and I just hope they can capture that in a beautiful way. I agree. Hey, I hope I they take the that. magic of the, I mean, the first one and uh, bring it together. I, I agree, and and I, I hope that they do. I just <clears throat> do not hold any. You're not uh, holding your breath. Yeah, because um, they uh, they did progressively get worse, and um, mm -hmm. you know, as much as I like Tim Allen, uh, right. I just uh, I don't think this one's going to jump the shark. I think this is just going to seem like a uh, another rehash, um, and I, I think it's going to be looked at uh, along the same lights of uh the home alone sequels right yeah. exactly and that's what i don't want to have happen yeah yeah and i we'll see we'll see yeah. we'll see yeah we'll see. There, there wasn't any release date uh the only other thing that i saw in the article was that the working title is the santa claus so nothing not a whole lot of news about it other than right they're gonna have tim allen return uh, next piece of news is regarding a Weird Al Yankovic biopic, <laughs> according to CBR. No, it's um, true. He actually, I can confirm that because he himself actually tweeted that today. Okay. So, uh, yes, according, well, I'm just, according to the article that I read, uh, <laughs> the star of the film is going to be none other than Daniel Radcliffe. Yep, and that actually is what he actually tweeted. Uh. So, um, okay, hold I on, like hold, the, hold your face, okay, for a moment. I there. like the idea of a Weird Al Yankovic biop because I'm a but big let fan. Because I, I, my brain goes, if this man trusts Daniel Radcliffe to play him, and if he's already talking about him, we have to trust. Just a, a wee bit more than what your face is giving off right now. <laughs> uh, because let's see, I've seen I, I've seen I've seen Radcliffe in Harry Potter, and I've seen him in a few of the, uh, you know, more dramatic pieces. Uh, now you see me too. Not quite so drama, but it wasn't his best performance either. Um, I, I was thinking that this would have been perfect for someone like Jim Carrey, who mm -hmm. uh, has the 
uh, expressiveness with body language that I think that Weird Al has because that guy is all over the place. Not only is he insanely smart to be yeah. able to come up with the lyrics that he does, he's extremely musical. Uh, and if you've ever seen any of his live stuff, he's very, very physical. So I, I just, I'll check it out, but I, I don't know. I just, it's, it seems like an odd casting choice. Just, just odd. Uh, I'll see it, but it so just seems another, odd. another thing about Weird Al Yankovic is often when he does his concerts, he calls upon members of the 501st to join him on stage yes. while he does The Saga Begins. Yes. So, uh, yeah. So, yeah, Weird Al, good Star Wars fan. Um, yeah, uh, Spencer says that he agrees. Jim Carrey would be better, but he's too busy being in Sonic. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I'm sure he has room for more movies, but uh, we'll just we'll we'll see how how Daniel Radcliffe does. I think uh, we'll see. We might blow our job. minds. Yeah, yeah. That he might is do a great cool. job. <laughs> he might do an amazing and, job. Well, it, 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 I just had another thought. There was there's a clip of uh, Daniel Radcliffe on Jimmy Fallon, where he does this rap. And he goes throughout the whole <laughs> alphabet. And I, I don't know if you guys have seen it or not. No, but I after we're done. Yeah. Check it out. It, it's it's pretty insane. The the uh, mind athletics that Radcliffe goes through in order to be able to recite this whole rap. It's it's pretty pretty interesting. It so, maybe what they went off of maybe that was something that captured their attention that they're like whoa hold up if he can do that maybe he can do this yeah yeah maybe maybe yeah. i'm hopeful yeah just keep your optimism yeah <laughs> yeah keep your optimism there dj yeah or keep keep us two next to you we'll like punch it around you <laughs> so another piece of news uh, for fans of King of the Hill, King of the Hill is returning as part of a new uh, animated company um, co-founded uh, by Greg Daniels and Mike Judge. I knew that was coming. So, yeah, we're getting a, a return of King of the Hill. Well, after they said that uh, they're going to do the Beavis and Butthead remake, <laughs> then I knew that this was going to be uh, along that lines as well. So, yeah, uh, this one was a little bit more TV palatable. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll 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 see. We'll 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 see. Um, I would have been more excited if they would have said Todd McFarlane or not Todd McFarlane. Seth McFarlane was involved as well. Uh, yeah. Because yeah. I know that they had talked to him about doing some stuff and putting like, say like family guy in there in that group. But uh, yeah. he turned them down, I believe is the rumor that I saw. 
Cool, cool. Uh, next piece of news. There has been reported, also uh, got this one off CBR. Uh, it looks as if Bo-Katan is getting her own series. So Star Wars Bo-Katan series reportedly in development. A Night Owl um, series? That'd be interesting, I guess. I think... Yeah. I'm going to say this and, and agree or not agree, but I think that it's probably going to be in a replacement of something else. Let's just be honest. Like for me, you are um, probably right. I, I think it's replacing something and I think they're utilizing another very popular, well-liked star Wars mm -hmm. to do this um, in, in replacement of something else. Personally, that's yeah. my, that's what I'm thinking. Um, that could be right. that's also why they might be holding off on so much else and, and not because of uh, the letter C word, because yeah. honestly, if Marvel's putting out as much as they are and Netflix is too, I'm sorry, only mm. this can get you so far. Yeah. My, yeah. my opinion, that's my opinion. So, you know, it I, is okay. um, I, I wouldn't mind, uh, I wouldn't mind seeing it. Me neither. I think it will be great, but I don't think that was the original intention. I no, think. Um, and what was the name of that other show? Right, Rangers. Um, Rangers of the yes. New Republic. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I I think that this will be a, a Rangers replacement. Yep. Um, I think so. And that fine and dandy. Uh, I still stick with. Um, they need to get the Marvel writers. Over to Lucasfilm. Yeah, but here right. is a Marvel guy, so I don't. I don't know. There are just there's just a few things I, you'd think that he would be moving that along. I'm with you on this, like especially. I uh, as as much as I like John Favreau, and this will lead into tonight's discussion as well. Um. I'm hoping he's not getting stretched too thin. Oh, that's true. I would that's like true. to see him more as an executive producer and overseer uh, than a uh, a writer that, you know, because he does an amazing job. Uh, let him direct. Let him be an executive producer. Let him come up with the story idea, but let somebody else write it, you know, Um I just I, I don't want him to get burnt out, and I don't want him to get stretched too thin where things like, seem watered down. Doesn't that sound like another Star Wars guy that we know? Oh wait, was his name George Lucas? And actually ended up. In <laughs> this is true. This is true. I yeah. hear what you're saying, and I totally I do agree. I would not, especially for his own health, I wouldn't right. want him ever be stretched thin. Um, uh, and, and Spencer says he doesn't want Star Wars to turn into Marvel, and I agree. I'm just talking about right. content of writing. Uh, right. Not necessarily, you know, they don't have to have things all interconnected, but right. uh, the, the the writing of it, uh, even, even Mandalorian, just, I, I don't know. Uh, it, it's... Uh, mm -hmm. I overall, overall, uh, it's it's done well, but yeah, uh, I just if they're going to do more, 
Uh, I think that it needs to be written a little more thoroughly. Mm-hmm. May- maybe that'll help things, but I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah. 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 And I, and, and yeah, Spencer said, you know, that the uh, story is good so far. Yeah, the story is good. Uh, I just think that we're getting too much of two stories crammed right. into one. <laughs> so, uh, which could be writing or it could be execution. Um, execution. <coughs> Yeah, I, I, I'd say it's a, a little bit of both, um, but we'll we'll get into that when we yeah, start we'll get picking the show, which I have a nice list of things to, <laughs> to talk about. So yes, next news. So can, next news. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right. Let me pull up my news. My close down my browser here. Okay, let's try this again. Uh, okay, so uh, Nintendo, Nintendo Switch is getting a new Donkey Kong game. Um, according to the article that came from comicbook.com, <laughs> this is a rumor. Um, but uh, I, I guess the last Donkey Kong game was... Uh, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze. Um, but, uh, the, the reports are saying that there's going to be a new Donkey Kong game specifically for the Switch. Because um, where else would they put it? And um, yeah, I don't know. I'd uh, I'd probably play it. I mean, uh, I don't <laughs> I have one switch first, but you know, I, ha- uh, I have one. Well, I have, I don't have one. My wife has one, and I, play, I had two uh, and sold them because I got bored with it. So, well, uh, she has one, and I play uh, Civilization Six on it from time to time. Uh, but I, I keep meaning to go out and get, uh, I keep hearing about Metroid Dread and I keep meaning to go pick up a copy of it. Um, but I haven't yet because I can't find. A pre-owned one yet and i really don't want to spend 60 dollars on a video game uh although i probably will um but yeah no I'd, I'd probably play this um i don't know seems like it'd be interesting um there's also a article that i picked up that the headline was playstation may have just accidentally confirmed ps3 backward compatibility on the PS5. Um, so essentially, um, I mean, that's pretty much all the article. It just kind of goes more in depth on what they're talking about is that there is a possibility uh, that the PS5 is going to have a uh, PS3 backwards compatibility patch at some point. I don't know how that's going to work. They, they, uh, th- this was a rumor when it first started. Uh, the development kit that they used for PS5 was based off of the PS3 uh, technology, uh, okay. or the ch- the chipset was the was originally on the PS3, and then of course they uh, souped it up a lot. Um, 
So there was uh, a lot of rumors that they were going to do the PS3 uh, backwards com compatibility. Uh, Sony said that they the only thing that they're going to do for backwards compatibility uh, was it, if you have PS3 games that are downloaded, uh, mm -hmm. you could possibly get those to work on a PS5. Uh, but uh, as far as physical discs, it's only going to be PS4. Um, okay. So, well, that's a bummer. Yeah, it's um, no, down download, and they are they are talking about expanding the digital library to expand uh, to play some of the, uh, I guess, uh, some of the better uh, or uh, number one rated PS3 games uh, on the PS5. But you'd have to. Uh, download them to play. It's not a, uh, it won't be physical material. All right. I'd be fine with that. I mean, as long as I don't have to stream it, <laughs> like with the yeah. PS Now function. Yeah. Uh, so, Ro from Scare Scuttlebutt is in the house with us. Welcome, Ro. Good to have you. All right. Last piece of news that I have is also video game related. And here it is. Here it is, Spencer. Hold on to your seat. Microsoft has announced the acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Wow. So, yeah. Um, wow. So not only does Xbox now have Bethesda. And it is likely that all of their future games will be Xbox exclusive. Now we've got games such as Call of Duty, Warcraft, Diablo, Overwatch, Starcraft, and others that could very well end up exclusive due to them falling under the Xbox banner. If I saw right, Phil Spencer did make an announcement that if it is backwards compatible or if it's multi-system now, it will be multi-system for the future. Uh, they good. might have exclusive content and exclusive um, uh, launch as far as uh, you might be able to get it first for, say, the first three months on Xbox before mm -hmm. you get it on other systems. Uh, but, uh, if it, if it is, um, uh, if a game was made such as call of duty, which is cross platform, uh, it will continue to be cross platform. The yeah. main caveat was all the digital titles that, um, uh, that were not released on, um, you know, uh, say Guitar Hero, uh, that might not be released on uh, physical media anymore, will be on Xbox. So if you wanted to play the original, um, I don't know, uh, one of the original Call of Duties, now you have mm -hmm. to play it on Xbox rather than other systems. So, right. yeah, uh, most of it's going to be uh, multi-platform. Uh, or cross system, uh, but there there will be some titles that that are there. Uh, so yeah, huge news! It was like what they bought them for sixty seven billion dollars. Yeah, crazy. 
I'm just excited because we might get some more Guitar Hero games. Let's do it. I love <laughs> Guitar Hero. My so family loves playing Guitar Hero. So oh, she, she got tired of uh, talking about video she games. got tired of us talking about video games and left. Talk some sparks! I, I had to do a stretch. I had to stretch my arms. So. Okay. Uh, that's all right. Sorry. Right. Hector Orion is with us Hector. in the chat now. It's a party now. Hector's here. <laughs> Woohoo! Right. Cheers to you. All right. That is all for the news. Woo! Um, so, coming up next, we are going to be talking about. Uh, oh, wait a minute. No, we're not quite ready to talk about Book of Boba Fett. We've got one other thing that we wanted to talk about. Uh, something that popped up on, well, at least for me, it popped up on YouTube yesterday. And I am referring to the trailer for Moon Knight. Woo! So, what yeah. did you think? <laughs> Where do you want to start, me or Nicole? Uh, you you look very ex well. You both look very excited, but let's go ahead and start with you, GJ. Yeah, well, ladies. <laughs> <laughs> going down the line here. You've seen Friends, right? <laughs> All right. Much much love, much love. All right. Um. I, I was not excited for this. I, I I wasn't at all. I really I was like, eh, oh, okay, all right. Uh, but, but this will be weird. Night. But okay. But, and but, then and then the trailer came night. out, and then the trailer came out, and now I'm like, I want it now. Give it to me. <laughs> I want to see it. And uh, yeah, I was I was blown away by it. I, I loved all there. I, I don't know how many times I watched it today because there's so much that's in the background and subliminal and voices and whispers and it just was My yeah. Wow. It it was good. Nicole, what'd you think? Oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I like wanted to go read a comic book afterwards. Okay, so I had the same feeling that I had with WandaVision. I know not everyone like, that's not everyone's cup of tea. Hush, I see that face. Um, <laughs> but I was excited. Like, I, that made me want to read. So that is a very good sign for me that this is going to be really good. I'm really, really excited. I, I And I'm like you. I saw, like, there. if you watch really carefully, like, all of a sudden you're like, wait, how many people? How many bodies does he have there? You know what I mean? It's it's really interesting. It plays with your eyes and your I'm excited. I cannot wait. I hope that Marvel hits this one right out of, you know, I hope it's a home run. I really do. And I think it's going to be. My gut feeling is this is going to be amazing. The music was great in the trailer. I hope, okay, y'all, I hope that the show is as strong, if not stronger, than this trailer. Because if it is as strong as the trailer, if not more, then it's gonna be it's gonna blow everything else out of the water. Let's just put it that way. It just looks so good. Yes, go ask. So um, yeah, there's gonna be six episodes. And will Bucky replace? I mean, will Moon Knight replace Bucky? I guess we'll know at the end of the next episode. Uh, but it is scheduled for release on March 30th. I'm excited. Let's go. And um, I'm trying to think of. You know, I'm trying to think of a good 
run what? of Moon Knight to get you started on, Nicole, but there's so many. So there's, um, I know obviously there's the original. I want to find the one in which the villain is in because there's only one. Mm -hmm. um, I've kind of already started doing some research. So I'll, yeah. oh yeah. I'm and I'm and I don't care. I'll read 1980s, 19 whatever. You know, I don't mind. I love I love oldie stuff, so I don't mind. So I'm excited to at least check it out. I'm I'm heck yeah, let's go. I'm so excited. Um, I would like to think. Well, I don't think this is going to actually. I don't know if this will be in with the other stuff with like with the multiverse. I don't know yet, but I do wonder if it will kind of get related to Eternals a little bit because of the museum, different museum. Although I did hear that that museum was in Budapest. Yeah. Did I don't know. I think if it's Budapest. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, I thought so, but I mean, I, I could be wrong. Um, and lots of gators. I saw lots of little mini gators and I'm like, are they trying to talk about Loki? Because I see chaos and I see gators. But then I was just like, will they do that? Will they cross those two? And I I, I kind of don't know. I really don't know yet. But I'm excited and I'm, I'm ready to read. I'm ready to research and explore and fall in love with Oscar Isaacs because, oh, yeah, it's going to be good. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, there's, there's a there's a couple of different runs of Moon Knight that would be worth checking out. I mean, there's there are so many. <laughs> well, and Ethan um, Hawke, man, dude, I was like, uh, okay, cult leader. I don't know who you are. For, you know, I, when I was like, who is like, I, I knew it was Ethan Hawke, but it was just like you could see uh, you look like a cult leader. Like I was just like it. And you could just see that he was him, and it was. I love that. So I'm excited. I. Yeah, his character's name is Arthur Harrow. Right, and they. I heard that he's only in one comic book, one. Yeah. One. And I kind of want to see that one. Although I, they could have just name like that name looks great, <laughs> but or maybe they're going to relaunch him, you know what I mean? And, and give mm -hmm. him a backstory, but obviously he's part of some type of cult because the way it looked, I was just like, dude, Moon Knight, just take him down now. <laughs> Don't wait, save these souls because that just looked weird <laughs> in a good way in a bittersweet way. <laughs> So, so is, is Oscar Isaac an American actor or is he a British actor? Does it matter? I'm just curious. <laughs> I don't know, actually. Um, let's I see. He, he is a, actually was... Guatemalan. Oh, okay. Well, I, I, I thought most of the stuff I've seen him in was American accent, but I could have sworn that he had like a British accent. In... What? No, no, no. He does. Okay. Okay. So but if you listen clearly, if you listen, go back and watch again. It's, I think we hear several accents several different times. And I don't think mm -hmm. they're all the same because I think there's variants of him or. Okay. Let me explain something about the character. Well, because he has. Mark, uh, Mark uh, Spector. Yes. Oh, he has sorry. multiple personality yep. disorder. Right. So. Yeah. What he said. Right. 
So, um, yeah, he, he probably does have different accents in the show. Um, so, yeah, Oscar Isaac himself is actually uh, half Guatemalan and half Cuban. Oh, like the Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to it. I've I've read quite a few Moon Knight nice. comic books and um there are so many out there. I will uh I will check my uh my comicsology account later and uh throw a couple of them out to you, Nicole, so you can pick and choose. There's so many. Like, I know. I'm, yeah, I'm, there are so I'm, many. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, that does it for Moon Knight. Let's get on to the main event. We're going to talk about some Boba Fett. I don't know if we're going to talk about it or if DJ's going to talk about it. DJ is going to have more to say about it than. Uh, hey, I, 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 just... I got some important things I would like to add in, but, okay. you know. Uh, Nicole, would you like to do the synopsis or do you have a <laughs> no? Yes, I mean, I think we've all seen it. I think everybody in the chat has seen this. I would hope so. If you have not seen Boba Fett chapter You're three, spoiled? uh, might want to pause this and go watch it because we are not spoiler free. No, um, and you okay, well, <laughs> oh, go ahead. You, you've had time to watch it. The next right. one comes out tomorrow. I mean, if you're not caught up by now, how are you going to understand the Like a Bantha video that we're about to play? <laughs> okay, so chapter three, The Streets of Moss Espa. Um Boba Fett is uh, doing his, uh, his his thing where he sits on the throne and and a uh, uh, was I guess he's like a water monger uh, comes and uh, wants revenge for some folks that are stealing his water and uh, he says they're cyborgs and uh, so Fett goes out there and finds them. Uh, and then realizes that they don't have any uh, any work and can't pay for the water and finds out that the guy who came to him is actually uh, overcharging for the water. Um, so he he hires the uh, the cyborg gang. Um, then he it goes it goes back to the uh, time when he's with the Tuscans. Uh, he goes to the Pikes and uh, talks to them, and then he comes back to the village and finds out that it's basically been wiped out uh, by a Nikto gang. And um, during this flashback, it, it ends abruptly because he is attacked by uh, Black Santi, and so we get to see our uh, second favorite Wookiee again. Yay! And, I then, love uh, and so they fight fight him off and uh, capture him. Uh, and then the the Hut twins show back up and uh, claim that they are the ones that sent him and apologize and say that they're leaving Tatooine because uh, the mayor is working with another syndicate. 
And uh, it turns out that that other syndicate is the Pike Gang. Um, and that's pretty much the end of the episode, except I do want to mention uh, that we get to see a Rancor again. Um, the Huts actually uh, present Boba Fett with the gift of a Rancor. And uh, its handler is none other than uh, Danny Trejo. Actually, don't know what his character's name is in the show, but it's Danny Trejo. So yeah, it doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It's it doesn't Danny matter. Trejo. Danny Trejo. Machete. It's Machete. Yeah. Machete is the Rancor keeper. Machete. Yeah. All right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Nicole. I'm just like dying. What do you like about the episode? I'm just like watching your face and I'm just over here trying to not just laugh. Nicole, what did you like about the episode? I'm glad we're not doing dislikes first, I guess. Um, Overall, wait, overall, I thought, again, better. Mostly better. Okay. And everybody knows... The least favorite part of this episode. I think everyone has the same least favorite parts. I think. Um, mm. I'm having a hard time. You know what I mean? Like, I, again, some parts I like it, especially because of the Rancor and other things. I'm just like, mm, 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 just mm. A, just a few things that you really liked about it. You like the Rancor. The Rancor. Of course, I liked uh, uh, Black. Uh, what? Kier, Kier, Kier. Black Santi. Black Santi. Sure, we'll go with it. Um, Black Santi. Well, I like my Chewbacca because you know he's the man. Ultimately, I had to wear. I had to have some Chewy on me because I love him. Um, and I have a good feeling about that, but I don't know if I want to talk about that now. If we're gonna get to it later, so I don't want to break down yet if we're not there yet. So. Although I'm sure DJ will bust right through that sucker. <laughs> like a raincore. <laughs> so, so like a vamp that's like a raincore. Okay. I guess I'm the only one. Never mind. Never mind. Okay. Um, I'm just like by myself here. It's all good. DJ, what did you like about it? Yeah, DJ, what did you like about it? Like about it? Like, uh, well, yeah, like. yeah, like. Uh, there, there was, uh, there was actually quite a bit I did like about this episode. Right, oh, wow. I did. Okay. So, uh, and and I'm gonna say that, um, I liked the time management mostly best <clears throat> in this one. Okay. Um. The and I have it broken down. I have one, <laughs> two, three, four, five. There were six segments of this episode. He's gonna pull out a PowerPoint. Okay, well, as you go by segment by segment, I we can add in because I, I mean, again, uh, there is things I really did uh, like, and I'm like, eh. I'm just, uh, I'm just saying, before we were getting. Out of a 30-minute episode, we were getting 20 minutes of a flashback and 10 minutes of present day uh, at the beginning and at the end. This one, we have a seven-minute flashback. That's it. A seven-minute flashback. 
that told an extremely powerful story. Yes, yes, yes. And we are left with with present day to continue the story as it goes along. I absolutely loved that. They told something important. They got it out of the way. Now here's the rest of the story. So right. I liked that part. Uh, I liked that we saw uh, Kyrgyzstan show back up. Yes. Um, I, I loved the introduction of the Rancor Bull. I loved uh, the addition of uh, Danny Trejo. And as he explained the intricacies of the Rancor, uh, because it's not just a monster that we saw in Return of the Jedi. Uh, you know, the, it's, it's in a very intelligent uh, and complicated species. And uh, I loved that. Um, mm-hmm. I didn't mind uh, the speeders. I did, a lot of people were, were bashing the you know the look of the speeders. I didn't mind the necessarily the look of the speeders. Uh, I uh, I liked a lot of the uh, the actors and actresses that were in there. I liked some of the Easter eggs that we got. Yes. Um, so there there was there was a lot I liked about this. Uh, episode. It's uh, possibly one of the better uh, episodes that we've gotten out of the three. Uh, this might be, man, it's hard to beat the, the action of the second one, but uh, this one would be close up there. Uh, I, I liked it a lot. Uh, there's just mm-hmm. a few things that I don't like, but they're to me major issues. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Good. Just talking about the first two episodes, I actually do like the flashbacks. However, I did like that they kept it to a minimum in this one because I mm-hmm. was at a point now where I want to see more of what's going on now. So I agree with the time management thing. I like that they spent more time in the present. Present. Um, I, of course, uh, like you, I both, I liked the return of Black Sandy because he has to be in every episode now. Um, and, uh, can we say spinoff, um, spinoff of a spinoff. (laughs) And then, um, what else did I like? I liked, uh, seeing Danny Trejo. Um, it was kind of interesting that this was his introduction in Star Wars. I would have thought a much more power character. Right, because um, he looked like a natural bad, you know what? Yeah. I mean, I look at the man and I go, yeah, I want him fighting on my side. Yeah. But still early, he so could he, end up being something bigger. Right. Well, I'm, I, I'm just glad they didn't put him as like a Gamorrean guard. You know, yeah. uh, or you know that we actually got to see him and, and he interacts yeah. with with the characters. So yeah, it's uh, that was a pleasant Definitely. surprise. I really feel like with this episode, something I at least I felt I noticed was I feel like we saw a lot of future allies. Like we already know Fennec's going to be there. Okay, final battle, he's going to be riding in on that Rancor, not the Bantha, the Rancor. 
I believe we are yeah. going to see uh, Danny Trejo in the final episode. I really, I I don't know if I mentioned it last week. I can't remember, but I think in the long run, I think Black Chrysanthemum is going to come back, and I think he's going to be on Boba Fett's side. I think I mentioned that last week. Like I had a feeling, but now I really have that feeling. Like he's going to come back, and he's going to be on his side. And trust me, I want Black Chrysanthemum on my mm-hmm. side. I want him on. I want him to be my ally because, again, he's like, Dan Trejo, I do not want to mess up against those two. I don't think so. Not happening. I mean, I'm going to look at them adorably and try to get them on my side because they're two, you know, very tall, monstrous asses. So, yeah, I expect that. This one, really, I just, I felt like we're beginning to see what is coming at towards the end. I feel like we're going to get a lot of really good allies. Um, I feel we might get a few Tuscan Raiders also in the end. I do believe we will still see them. I think they're going to come out from the shadows and by golly, um, HGL double hockey sticks about to be raised. I think that's going to happen in the final episode. So, uh, Spencer says lightsaber wielding rancor keeper is what you're all saying. That sounds pretty badass. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, other things that I liked about this episode, um, and I kind of mentioned it, was uh, uh, some of the Easter eggs or mentions that we got. Uh, they oh, mentioned yeah. the uh, the Witches of Dathomir in this one, uh, which I thought was really cool to uh, to get something that old to be brought back up. Um, you know, it was, uh, it's been in Canon now. Um, but we really haven't explored too much of it. So, Mm -hmm. uh, I'm hoping that we'll get a little bit more into that, uh, at some point, at least in comics or books or something, uh, maybe the, uh, the next, um, Fallen Order video game would be pretty cool to see, uh, more witches of that, uh, death on. Um, the, uh, there was an instance in there where, uh, Boba says he's ridden, uh, bigger creatures, uh, and, uh, I was trying to figure out what he could have been, uh, talking about. And there was an animated sequence, uh, in the holiday special, uh, that, uh, a lot of people are saying that this is possibly what he was talking about. Uh, and a lot of people say that you know that was the uh, the only redeeming quality of the holiday special. Um, so um, so that could have been it uh, as well. Um, you know, there was uh, the fruit uh, that was uh, at the end of the scene uh, that was uh, brought back from um, rebels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, an even newer uh, pop culture reference was uh, when the the Pikes arrive via the Starliner. Uh, the Starliner that they came in on is the one that they use to model the uh, Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser event ride, whatever you want to call it, at Disney World. Mm-hmm. It's based off of that. So uh, that was pretty cool to see that they come down, and that's uh, that's the one that they're saying is what you get to ride in the uh, in this new experience at Disney World. 
So that there's some more stuff that I like that a little more in depth. So mm-hmm. cool. yeah. Cool. All right, Nicole, what did you not like? Well, I want to I did not dislike this moment. I want to talk about one real quick thing. And that was the massacre with the Tuscan Raiders. Mm. He comes back. My heart just drops. Okay. And I had a couple thoughts that quickly came to mind. Um, my first one that actually came to mind was non-Star Wars. And actually it made it drove me right back to Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, season three, Washidi. Okay. And those two episodes is part one, part two, um, are actually based off of true story in American Native Native American history with General Custer, right? So they went in and they took all the Native Americans out. And then of course in Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman, they go back, they do the honoring, they burn and things like that. And all I could think about was that moment and how much it seemed like that, but not that, you know? And it made me think about humanity. It made me look at this a little bit differently and went, well, it's not gonna like that. That's not gonna sit well, and they're gonna pay. He knows who did, he, he, this is not going to go over well. And I truly believe that when we got the reveal later that the Pikes were at the end, I'm like, H-E-L, double hockey sticks, they're going down. This is one, I think that that's where our battle is going to lead. And I truly believe that we might have a few real Tusk, a few Tuscan, Tuscan Raiders still alive. Um, I have my own thoughts as to why I think that they're alive, but um, I think we'll see a few in the end. But, oh man, I think H-E-L double hockey sticks is coming, but especially because of humanity. I really, again, my heart dropped at that moment. And again, my brain went straight into, you know, this is galactic Westerns, right? And a lot of times we either see Western or we see Samurai. And I think this is a moment where, at least for me, I went, that is very, very Native American history. There was also another thought I had later on thinking about it. And that is, it also reminded me of Luke Skywalker when he had to, he burnt his, you know, when when Vader went, you know, he burnt him, you know, and, and did the honoring thing, you know, granted yeah. that it's not a massacre, but still there, it just felt like that could have been, there could be something there to it. But that being said, I just felt like that, that moment, that's going to be a big moment for him as a grown man. I think that that is going to be what's going to, that's it, man. And he's going out for blood in the long run. I really believe that Boba Fett is going in after them. You know, he was trying to help them, and now, game on. You want to play? Yeah. He's not. I think in the long run, I think that's what he's saving his energy for. Right now, he's just kind yeah. of tooting along and bantha takes and things like that. But I really believe that's where he well, really here. Even uh, on Twitter, there was a um, almost a call to action about uh, the way that uh, I guess it reminded some of. Uh, you know the Native Americans and uh, and whatnot, right. and you know, my, and they, you know, uh, how how dare they do this and how dare they show that and and I'm like, well, I mean, it's history. It's something well, we can do. No, I mean, and, and if you think about it, you know, uh, you have all these people that you know, oh, you know, the, they they should uh, they should do better. Well, you know, what about Attack of the Clones? Hmm. Uh, Anakin went in and slaughtered the whole that whole tribe. 
right. know, women, children, everyone. He, he, right. I treated them like the, like they were animals. Right. And he slaughtered them all. Right. Um, he slaughtered them like. Uh, when the Empire went in to look for C-3PO and, uh, and R2 in A New Hope, they slaughtered all the Jawas. They slaughtered uh, Aunt and Uncle, you know, uh, you know Skywalker there, but uh, not Skywalker, but uh, Lars. Uh, and, you know, but, you know, all of a sudden, you know, they show it in this one episode and because you were made to care about these characters you know oh there's an outcry well i mean yeah should there be an outcry a absolutely it, it was wrong and i think you know justice is coming uh right but right. you know don't uh you know don't start a a cancel war because oh i'm you know, not saying show that. That. oh i know i know i'm just I'm saying, saying like what i never did that <laughs> I, I said because I, I only put it in our Discord group. I never. I think I talked about it a few to a few people, but I never I just, publicly acknowledged it until today. Like I knew I was going to talk about it tonight, so I kept my mouth shut because I yeah. knew that this is how I felt, and I wanted my words to be my words and right. nobody else's. Like this is something, and because again, my first thought was Dr. Quinn, Medicine Woman, and I could tell you exactly what episode and what season and part one and part two. Like yeah. you watch them and you're going to go, oh, okay. I can see because somebody goes in there because we only get a glimpse. We only get what's the aftermath. So we don't get to see what actually happened during that. But I can yeah. only imagine that it is like that where they went in there like General Custer and just went, Whew, you sure. know, and put them down. And obviously they must have had enough because Tuscan Raiders are pretty darn strong and they took them out. Right. You know what I mean? They took those suckers up. So you know something else happened. And I'm I don't know if we'll get more of that tomorrow, but again, for me, my brain went straight to Dr. Quinn Medicine Woman episode, I can't remember the moment in season three. It's Washidi. I know right. it is one and two. And yeah. um, and that was for me personally. And then when I, I knew that that was based off of American history, I was like, okay, I can see how they're but this is more about also humanity, not necessarily directed at just Native Americans. How about in his, just in general, how many times have people done junk that yeah. they shouldn't massacres have happened? You know, say Valentine's Day massacres, things best years have happened. But humanity wise, I just feel like it, I think it's showing us what's going to push Boba Fett to, to that. And I think now with the whole water thing and the pikes, I think now he's like game over. You know, now I really feel like we're one, I also hope that this is when he starts stepping up. Because y'all, I'm going to say, and this is one thing I have to say in disagreement, is that as much as I like Boba, I still love Fennec more, and she's kicking booty. He's, she, he's, he's, she's but, the crime boss. He's not. He's just, uh, right. he's, he's holding the crown, and which, I mean, I guess technically, I mean, look at Jabba. He didn't do anything e either, oh, but uh, he, he was in charge. Right. That's I have to admit you are right because I always do make fun of those slugs for being slugs and not getting down off their litter and doing their own jobs. But I feel like <laughs> more he does do more. Well, a little, a little bit more. I'm still I'm still waiting for this big uh, you know big badass uh, bounty hunter you know fearsome warrior of the galaxy to show up. Well, and, and every time you turn around, he's in a stupid Baca tank. Do you guys think that the Sar 
Sar thing changed him? Do you think that it changed his energy or changed his body or changed who he was? Like, I like, yeah, he's strong, but he's strong. Is 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 it's changed him, like physically? Anybody? Anybody? Uh, I, I don't oh. know. Possibly. <laughs> he he seems detached from the character, and I I I don't know if it's because he actually has a lot of lines and a lot of dialogue. But there's just seems to be a disconnect between the actor and the character. They just they're, they're not to me they're not meshing yet. And his dialogue seems forced. He just I, I just I, I don't I'm not getting a believable performance from. To Tamura to whatever you know, Morrison, uh, I'm not, yeah, yeah I, I'm not getting a believable performance from him, like I am from say, uh, Fennec. Yeah, no. I mean that to me that she she embodies that character, and He's I bad. didn't even like I didn't even like him back in the prequel trilogy when he was playing. Um, Django, I just uh, there's just something about him that just kind of was like, eh, I, I don't know. Maybe it's because of I've seen, you know, so, some of the clone. You know, uh, you, you see the Clone Wars. You see how the 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 troopers act. You you get uh, all the other stormtroopers that still in the New Hope are kind of mixed in, you know, with. Uh, with the regular, you know, with the new conscripts, uh, they just act differently mm -hmm. than what we get. And they're supposed to be identical clones. Boba is an identical clone of Django Fett. So, but I'm not, we're not getting, I, I, I there's to, to me, there's just a disconnect and mm -hmm. I don't, I don't know what it is, but that that's one of my dislikes that we haven't got to yet, but yeah. Oh, I think we just got to it, but I know yeah, I, I, I have one here, huge dislike in the show. Go and it. it was the chase. Too slow. Not enough energy. And I've been saying this since the first episode. I'm like, bring the energy, bring the heat, bring the energy, bring the energy, bring the energy. <laughs> and, and I guess I was really surprised because I'm like going... John Favreau, you're you're a Marvel and a Star Wars guys. Like we okay we okay we all just saw Hawkeye, right? Hawkeye had this amazing speech chase. They couldn't win talk to Hawkeye at this point because they needed that energy, they needed that speed, and it was just like I get it. Kinesthetically to the eye, it looked good, right? And aesthetic, whatever, whatever word it is. But it wasn't fast enough, and it wasn't the energy wasn't there, and I'm like going. The fruit part was probably the best part of the chase. And that sucks because that's at the end. And it should have been more. It should have been faster. It should have been more faster, faster, faster. Something, something, something. It was missing. At least for me. Yeah. It I agree with you, but 
is that less the fault of John Favreau and more the fault of Rodriguez? Rodriguez. I put, I put that on Rodriguez. Rodriguez directed it. Yeah. Right. I put I, that square on Rodriguez. Well, then there, this is the moment where I say then, why isn't Favreau and, and Filoni, love them, why are they not looking at him going, dude, this is not what we want. Bring the, you know what I mean? Like, let's get this energy going. And maybe, you know what, DJ, you're right. We talked about this at the beginning. You called it out and you said, you know what? I hope that he's not th making himself so thin. He should be an executive to be looking over all this. And you're probably right. Because really, I think if maybe if we had like an eye like him on top of that, we probably would have gotten what everyone wanted, which is more speed. Like you're in a car chase. Why are we acting like we're like going do, 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 do. <laughs> five yeah. miles an hour? Like, no. So, like, <laughs> so uh, I mean, we we have these uh, these yeah, new not on not on Favreau, but I now that I'm thinking about it though, I can see how if he was in the other chair, we probably would have gotten what we wanted. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. we have these new speeders. They look good. Yeah. They they look cool. I don't mind the colors. I really don't. I don't. I don't care the KitchenAid colors. That's fine. Uh, you know. Um, I I honestly think, and I think I said this in our uh, Red Five chat that uh, I think that this was that was a marketing ploy. I think I see Lego sets coming for these uh, speeders. Uh, you know, there's so many different colors. You know, it, it to me that didn't matter. What mattered was, and, and they remind me of a um, like a super bike for a street bike for um, you know motorcycles. So you have a Harley. It's 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 rumbly. It's down to earth. It's like one to two tone. It's got like a black and and the chrome. Uh, you know, and then you have your super bikes, your speed bikes that have all the plastic on them, uh, like the Suzuki Hayabusa or, you know, the Kawasaki Ninja. And, you know, they're they're so flashy and, uh, you know, you take notice of them when you see them. But then they act like a Vespa, not a <laughs> speeder bike. Sorry, that was loud enough. <laughs> it, you know, I, and it's like, and it, 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 for frame of reference, a, a friend of mine texted me on Saturday and said, "Hey, I just picked up a Vespa," and I'm like, "Dude, I gotta go see this." And so I hopped on it, and I'm a motorcycle rider. Uh, I've ridden for years. Uh, when you when you romp on an accelerator, uh, you should go, and I. <laughs> turned it all away and it me uh, i mean walmart walmart electrical carts went faster than this thing and i was like wow all right um you know i just i i wanted the uh, the dumb and dumber you know goggles with the scarf blowing in the wind you know but it wouldn't blow in the wind i would have had to have it with like a coat hanger or something out there make it look like i was actually moving uh but yeah that that was a that was a big gripe on me you have these big flashy scooters that look like that they're meaning some serious business 
and they roll like an RV. And, uh, you know, the uh, you know, T-60 hopper back in the New Hope would have uh, outstripped this thing. So R2-D2 probably passed them up. Probably. Probably, yeah. Like, I know that they didn't show it that way because obviously they were crashing into stuff, but it was... I mean, uh, uh, not unless it just it went a lot faster and then than it looked. I mean, because yeah, they crashed into stuff. There was lots of stuff flying everywhere. Um, maybe they should have filmed it differently to really right. showcase the speed. Maybe they just filmed it wrong. And but we had a better chase scene in Solo than we did for this one. Yeah. And the solo speeder got stuck halfway down a building because he turned it sideways and went down. And I mean, yeah. Right. Right. Yep. Now I won't, now I will say though, in regards to the gang, I do like the girl Dasher, right? Is it Dasher? Yeah. Did I say it right? I hope I did. Um, I do like them. I actually feel like we might be seeing more. Uh, uh, we will see more of them. I feel like they will probably be there in the long run. I think they're going to, they're going to show loyalty to, to Boba. Um, I'm still wondering if she's more than who she is. You know, I know a lot of people are like, no, it's not Dr. Aaron. And they're probably right. I'm just trying to figure out who else she could be. Because I feel like there's more to her. than yeah, what I, don't, I don't think that's Dr. Aaron. I don't, well, I'm not sure if it, no. I'm not her, but I'm saying though that I feel like she's more or will become more. Yeah, because maybe. it seems pretty pretty significant. Maybe. So, so um, what else don't you like? Was there anything else that you just didn't like? Me, Steve. Yeah, you. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're uh, yeah, you're still up. We're still dovetailing off of your. Oh, dislike. I thought we were taking turns and just roundtable here. Uh, um, we can, no. I guess. I mean, I mean, well, we were we were going. I'm, we did. Everybody did their likes. Now everybody's doing their dislikes, and and you were first up to bat on that one. Um, um yeah. I mean, that was it. I mean, that, those were my really big dislikes. I mean, you know, the hot twins still make me laugh, and you know. So. I guess it's your guys' turn. What'd you guys think? What was your dislike? How about you, Steve? Because you haven't... Because uh, well, you already took mine. I mean, really, the only thing I didn't like about it was the chase scene. Yeah, that um, was... Yeah. You know, same reason. I just thought it was kind of slow. And uh, unlike you guys, I, I thought those things looked kind of silly. Um. I didn't mind them. I mean, they looked out of place, uh, yeah. but uh, you know, it, it. Then again, I maybe uh, maybe they're off-worlders and they brought their maybe speeders with them. Um, I I would have rather seen swoop bikes. I agree. Uh, I I agree a hundred percent. But you know, we got what we got. So yeah. Um, the only other thing I could think of is, you know, it's uh, they were different, uh, and so were the characters that that uh, you know that were riding them uh, that did the self enhancements. 
you know, with the droid parts. Um, you know, it just it, something just seemed off about that. It reminded me a lot of Back to the Future Part Two. Yeah, I can see that. So, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I think we lost Nicole again. Um, but uh, what, what else? Uh, anything else that you just didn't like, or? Um, no, that was really the only thing I didn't like about it. Um, she looks like she tried to pop in and then, oh, there she is again. There she is. All right. Uh, technical difficulties. Yeah, it's not really no, the only, without the te technical difficulties. No technical difficulty was me being clumsy and something fell and it was something liquid. So I had to be act quick and I'm like, oh no. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, so yeah, we were still talking about the bikes and everything. And um, if if you heard, uh, uh, you know, I I kind of made a reference to Back to the Future Part Two. Okay. Uh, that's kind of what the uh, Vespa gang kind of reminded me of. Uh, was Biff and his crew uh, with all the cybernetic enhancements uh, and. Um, you know, the speeder bikes that look like they're built by Vettel. Uh, but, you know. Uh, so, yeah, I would say that we all three agree on uh, on the chase. Uh, just It just seemed off uh, to varying different degrees, I think. Um, I didn't necessarily mind the speeders too terribly much. Um, Anybody but, in the chat anything about how slow those speeders were and didn't like them or did like them. Did anybody even in the chat like them? I mean, I, I've yet to see uh, one who actually said that they liked the chase. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, I, I, I think most. Uh, I think most uh, of uh, most of everybody uh, just was not happy mm -hmm. with that. I didn't see what they thought about the bikes specifically, but I think we have an answer as to who that character is going to become dragon buddy says she will become princess vespa uh yeah let's do it book it book it yeah. let's get on it so what what do you think folks do you think we'll get a uh a star wars space balls um <laughs> Well, I mean, we kind of did in the last episode with the giant comb. Yeah. You know. Um, but, yeah. Um, all right. So, here's another concern of mine. Uh-oh. He said that get Get ready. Hold on your chairs, folks. I think this is going to probably, uh, you know, probably get kicked out of the chat for this, but lose us a lot of followers. Or <clears throat> I hated the use of uh, the twins and Black Kirkiston. What? Hated it. You don't like the Wookiee? Oh, I, I thought he he I thought he'd be an amazing character, but for seven minutes, we have an attack by him, 
that uh, he's captured and put into a Rancor pit. Uh, sure, he hits hard, and he's got a uh, knuckle duster uh, for some reason. I mean, he's a Wookiee. He doesn't need that. Uh, you know, he could rip your arms off, uh, but he needed a needed a knuckle duster in order to make it a fair fight. Uh, it just it, it just was it. He attacked. They fought back. They captured him. Done deal. Move on. All right. Here are the twins, and the twins are like, hey, "Yeah, uh, our bad. Uh, we're getting out of town." Do whatever you want with him. And uh, by the way, no hard feelings. Here's a rancor. And I'm like, <laughs> just like, what? <laughs> really? You've been set up. The first two episodes. Oh, we didn't see your litter. We didn't see your litter. Boom, boom, boom. Here comes the litter. Oh, here's here's the huts. You know, they're, they're in town. They have a gladiator Wookiee that is so fearsome and looks so cool that he's just going to wreak havoc upon everyone. This isn't over yet. We'll settle this later. Boom, boom, boom. Off they go. And then they come back for seven, uh, for say three and a half minutes a piece. Yeah. Uh, sorry about that. Our bad. Uh, we're going to take our toys and uh, we're going to go. Uh, now here, here's a, here's a, parting gift of a rancor a fearsome monster if you want it to be uh, or you could ride it into battle uh, whatever's good for us uh, yeah we'll, we'll see you later and then you know and they take off and you know the Wookiees you know looking back we already know that the Wookiee and Boba Fett according to canon have history already Right, but I truly believe he's going to end up being his ally. I think he's really going to come back, and I think we're going to see him. Yeah, but I mean, Boba Fett treats him like he doesn't even know him. You know, take it from well, an ex bounty hunter; it's not worth it. Right, and, but and then sets him free. Yeah. I mean, he already—they already supposed to know each other by this point. I mean, well, based off a comic book, but at this point, canon, not well. Okay, even in canon, obviously they must have reworked it, but. I see what you're saying because again, sure. again, this they this show as I've been saying it, energy, energy, energy. Where is the heat? Where is the energy? And that is exactly what you're even saying because you know what I mean. That fight scene should have been bigger. It should have been better. It should have been faster. You know, there should have been more, and it should have been a little less choreographed and a little bit more rougher. Because you're right. He shouldn't have. He should. I want to keep my arms. You know what I mean? And you're right. there, there was what four or five of those speeder bike crew, and Rose said it in the chat. You know, he should have been able to, you know, take one on one or two of them out. Mm -hmm. But you know, no, no collateral damage, no, no real damage whatsoever. You know, it just it it wasn't believable, and so you have this big fierce. You know, Wookie that is supposed to, you know, instill fear and in, you know, line. And this is how these huts keep control of stuff is because they have this guy in their pocket. Mm -hmm. And in three and a half minutes, it's over, and he's captured, and they just set him free, and he just, I guess I'll go over here now, and you know, and hops, hops, 
across the dunes. It just, I, and to me, that's storytelling. That's not, that's not necessarily direction. It's not necessarily execution. To me, that's a, uh, uh, that's on Favreau in the story. I, come back later yeah. and, and be fixed, possibly, but it just, it, it didn't make sense that you have this buildup because, you know, here are the huts, they're, you know, they're the ones that are in control, and for them just to tuck tail and run and to apologize and say, yeah, well, sorry, whatever, um, you know, we're, we're leaving now because the pikes are, are on their way. Right, but I don't trust the huts as far as I can throw them because well, they're slugs, and even though they're slugs, they're you know lazy slugs that you know don't do anything but yet get everything done. So yeah. I don't trust them still, even if they're offering yeah. up. I don't think the last I, I but we'll see. Um. What else? Can I really say this? And I hope nobody's gonna like down scream. But I just hope that I hope that this is not the umbrella of Disney saying, "Hey, continue to make this kid friendly, make this kid friendly, make this family friendly." And even though we want family friendly, kid friendly, I mean, could you imagine if it was really a whole no holds bar? I mean, really, maybe we would have gotten the faster, you know, maybe we would have gotten a better fight. Maybe would have, you know what I mean? Like, you know, Wookiee should have knocked out a couple of them, you know? I could I could see that if we didn't have the Marvel stuff. But, but the Marvel about? stuff is a lot grittier That's than true. what we're getting for Star Wars, and it's owned by the same company. So they're not going to, I mean, we've had uh, we, we've had Gritty in Star Wars before. There's no reason why that they would, you know, try to get it more kid-friendly when the larger audience, as it is, is Marvel. Well, and the superheroes. And mm -hmm. with them being PG-13 constant, over on the Marvel side of things, there's well, maybe, no reason to keep it PG on the Star Wars side either. Maybe they just need to start pushing it. They need to start pushing the envelope, pushing harder. You know what I mean? Because I Mar to me, Marvel's winning that. If they were having a ratings war, Marvel is winning it hands down. Easy. That's why. That's why I say if they had some of the writers from marvel writing for the star wars not to make it more like marvel but just engaging storylines and um you know just the, the the pacing uh maybe some of the execution would be solved if the mm -hmm. writing was a little more firm i mm -hmm. and you know i i don't know favreau's writing style he might say hey here's the outline hand it to the director and say, you know, here's their dialogue. Here's the outline of the scene, make it work. Or is he writing like a Marvel writer where everything is down to a nanosecond and micromanaged on, we're going to have the, you know, choreographed if you will. And, you know, 
just because of the pacing that you have to do in those type of movies versus a Star Wars story. Mm -hmm. It's going to be interesting to see how this plays out because tomorrow is what? Episode four. Four. So it's the halfway point. So we have four, five, six, seven, seven Seven total. So we had three to begin with. We have the middle episode and then we have the last three. I hope they strong. I hope they really amp it up. And I really hope they finish strong. I I so after all that, I'd like to change my answer. <laughs> Your answer to now, what? <laughs> now that you mention it, uh, and it, it's it's not really specific to the episode, I guess, uh, but the show so far, they really haven't shown us what Black Sandy can do. They just what? say it one more time. We're just they have they haven't really shown us what Black Santa can do yet. Oh, like yeah. They, yeah. they show up. So so those of us that know who he is are like, wow, this is incredible. We already know what he can do. But for those who have no idea who he is, they're just like, okay, so it's a Wookiee. So. <laughs> but it's, but he, he obviously looks like, a, you know, he's, he's, he's more of a Sith-like Wookiee. He's right. an evil Wookiee. He's. You but, know, yes, but yeah, we don't we don't really get from context in the show. We don't know anything about him, right? Right. Unless you know who he is. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Us that right. know who he is, you know, and, like, and while I'm excited for him and still excited for him because I I have to admit I'm still excited for this character, and I really do truly believe that we were going to see it. I truly believe we're going to get that moment. I just wish we would have had more of that moment already. I, I truly hope that we're going to get it. <laughs> right. Star Wars has yeah. helped us learn about a whole part of, of, about hope. And it's like, thing I yeah. hope they are, you know. Come but on. another thing that I thought of uh, during what DJ was talking about uh, got me to thinking, why are the huts scared of the pikes? Good question. I'm telling you, something else right. is going on. <laughs> I don't know if they're necessarily. I don't know if they're necessarily scared of them. I think that they will. Uh, I, I think they know that there's a big war coming. What if they're uh, and so? What? What if they're scheming together? Uh, you don't possibly, think? But I, I think. Um, I don't know uh, about that. I think they're more waiting to. Um, or do you I think? Don't think I don't think the Pikes really have a, much of an interest in Tatooine. I think they're more uh, with, uh, and we might get this in another flashback. Uh, they're more interested in uh, in Boba than uh, than actual control. So bring in the Pikes. Uh, let uh, let the Pikes and Boba fight it out. Once that's over with, the Huts will be left to take charge. Um, which is normally their mo anyway. They're scavengers. They they take over the pieces and in, in, institute their influence and, and take over after a war. Um, and that makes that so. does make sense. And that it does it does make sense because the yeah. the pikes were probably coming back because Boba was able to figure out their crap 
you know what I mean? And to call them out and be like, no, you're not going to do that. You know what I mean? And of course, maybe that's their MO against him to go after him now that he's in his position. Mm -hmm. And of course, vice versa, because I really truly believe that because of what happened to the Tuscan Raiders, he's going to stand up for the Tuscan Raiders and going to be like, wait a minute, that's not going to happen. You know, and, and of course, he's not going to have my little attitude. He's going to have, hopefully, his Boba Fett bounty hunter going to kick some booty, you know. <laughs> so, oh. so um, this is, from, from what I'm understanding, uh, the flashbacks are from, say, Return of the Jedi, or right thereafter. Uh, and this show is set five years to seven years after that um so we don't know what happened if if boba rained down fire on the pikes that were there at the time uh and you know we're, we're getting all we're getting these flashbacks we might see that in this next episode where he knows that it wasn't that biker game that he already beat up and took their speeders in which, if I remember right, on the tent that was burnt down uh, or turn up, uh, there was that logo that was on the speeder bikes uh, yeah. for that for that biker gang. I think he's going to realize that it was the Pikes who engineered this whole thing anyway, uh, and so he's going to probably burn them to the ground. And then this is what's leading up to this big final thing: Boba's back. He's on Tatooine. Now the Pikes want revenge. And so they're going to, they're coming in guns blazing to take out Boba. So mm -hmm. I, I just, that that's the only thing I could think of that really makes sense with the way that it's played out so far. I, I could be all wet and, you know, uh, but I can't see, especially after the huts leaving and then you get, uh, you know, a mediocre fight with uh, with Black K. I, there's got to be something something bigger. Um, either that, or it's just going to start a whole bounty hunter. Uh, you know, a, a guild war. war. You know, uh, yeah. you know, with the huts and the pikes and the Crimson Dawn, which we're supposed to be getting in. You know, any of the other uh ones that we get um because i guess after crimson dawn uh then they turned into uh kanji club or something like that um no sorry i just i <laughs> yeah something that i heard i was just like kanji club yeah yeah well i mean there there's actually you know it, there's record of who does what and what happened to the the crime Mm -hmm. things after this time uh, you know after this period of time so uh yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see oh i'm not giving up on it i i still i still am enjoying the show there's just a lot of things that i have issue with but i'm still enjoying it it's a star wars story yeah now, yeah, I, our, yeah i could go with that it's i mean it's it's great uh but you know there are a few things we can nitpick about it, and uh, that's why we're here. Right, we're here we're to nitpick. 
No, otherwise this would be a very short show. I mean, yeah, what? Yeah, we've I mean, been talking yeah. for an hour on you know just nitpicking one episode of of this TV show. Well, and I mm-hmm. feel like again, I feel like the Book of Boba Fett. It's it's good, but we're not to great fantastic yet, and I feel like that's where they need to go. And I'm waiting for them to hit like punch it, Chewie. Like, come on, let's let's give it to them. Like, because that's what I think. That's what we I were expecting and anticipating. And I feel like we're not getting that level that we all wanted or anticipated. I'm not trying to be nitpicky. I really, again, I liked most of this episode. There was like, what, two things I think I think I mentioned? Maybe three, but n- not much. That I did not. Yeah. All right, h- here's an over-under for you. What's, what's the over-under on having a big Mandalorian-type um, reveal? in the last episode but instead can, of instead of luke skywalker it's han solo i think that's i mean it's maybe that'd be, that'd be the most solo. likely thing to happen it would make the most sense wouldn't that be interesting if uh han solo comes in and saves the day that's another thing we could get what what if we got him again yeah I don't know. I just thought, you know, it's uh, who who's the, who's the guy that put Boba in the Sarlacc pit? Han Solo. What if Han Solo came in and saved saved the day? You know, at, I, I'm sure there's not a Sarlacc anymore. Maybe there maybe there's more than one Sarlacc. But what if? But now at the, about it, why would it be? Han Solo, other than I want it to be Han Solo because Han Solo is awesome. He's fantastic. He's cool. It's, it, you know, but it beyond sells. that, it doesn't okay, have to make sense. It <laughs> but I want it to make sense. Like, I, yeah. you know, if we're going to be nitpicky, it better make sense. And I'm not I trying agree. to be nitpicky. I, I agree. Actually, I think I'm pretty people would if that were to happen in some shape or form, uh, people would lose their collective minds. Yeah, um, I don't mind losing my mind as long as I have a good reason for it. (laughs) (laughs) Just say, like, it better be a good reason because it's got to make sense. If it doesn't make sense, it doesn't need to be there, and I want it to make sense. And at this point, they need to start punching it. I mean, they should have turned that dial up on the first episode, and they just have it. And again, why do I keep talking about it? It's not what we want. Everybody's right. Yeah. More Star Wars. It's what we we want. More Star Wars. Yep. Yeah. Cool. Well, I guess that is it for tonight. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, Make sure you hit the like button. And uh, subscribe, please. And make sure to subscribe. And thanks for everybody in the chat room that came in and hung out with us. Yes, thank you. uh, Yeah, next week we'll be back to talk about episode or chapter four. Yep. And I'm looking at our dates because we have a week coming up where we're going to be think we're going to be airing on the monday instead of the tuesday 
Oh, February. For Star Wars Podcast Day. Are we getting... Wait. We'll chat yeah. about that. I know, I know yeah. we're talking about the yeah. podcast, but I'm wondering, are we keeping that day? But we can talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I don't know how that's all going to work out. I guess we'll figure it out. Uh, but yeah, we've got... Uh, we got a few more weeks to come in our uh, Boba Fett uh, show mm-hmm. uh, schedule. And then I think after that. We have something special coming up. I we think do we have should... something special coming up that we won't um, talk about. But quiet for the moment. Yeah, we do have something special coming up after, the, uh, after we're done with Boba Fett. It's important. Yeah. Yes, the history of root canals. Oop. Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now we're going to lose followers. Thank you. Dang it. Spoiler alert, hey. man. Oh, jeez. Jeez. <laughs> All right. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And uh, we'll see you again next week. And as always, may the force be with you. Bye. Hello.